More bets, better odds at PlaySugarHouse.com. Sign up today at PlaySugarHouse.com, and don't forget to use our promo code HOUSE to take advantage of their first deposit match up to $250. Must be 21 years or older and in New Jersey to place a bet. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you're listening to House of Cards. Today, the game is different. I want to gamble. Gambling is a very serious business. Is that clear? Welcome to House of Cards. Dave Weishado with you here deep from the swamps of Jersey. we got a great show coming up for you. On this show, you always hear about what's happening in casinos, sports books, and online gambling. But one of the most important issues in the gaming industry is responsible gambling. There's an organization out there right now that is using advanced technology to promote responsible gambling, and that organization is called Conscious Gaming. Coming up, I'm going to be talking with Seth Polanski, Conscious Gaming's Vice President of Social Responsibility. Now, people who listen to this show might recognize the name because he's been on it several times before in his role with the World Series of Poker. But coming up, Seth is going to talk all about this incredible new organization he's working with now. So stick around. We'll be right back with House of Cards. Sometimes life is wonderful, and sometimes it's not. Cherish the good, but always be prepared for life's challenges. At Private Healthcare, we provide the peace of mind you deserve. With Private Healthcare, you'll get the coverage you want and healthcare you need. If your employer doesn't supply healthcare coverage and you don't qualify for Medicare or Medicaid, you need to give us a call right now. Private health care is private health insurance for ages 65 and under with medical, dental, vision, and even prescription coverage. When life comes at you unexpectedly, you need to be ready, and health insurance is your financial safety net. If you're looking for health coverage at the best price and your annual household income is 35000 or more, give us a call at 800-231-9279. That's 800-231-9279. 800-231-9279. You know, ever since the U.S. Supreme Court handed down its decision lifting the national ban on sports betting, the gambling landscape of the country is changing on a daily basis. So how do you keep up with all the latest news and developments? How do you know what each state is doing? You go to the one site that has all the information you need to stay ahead of the game, and that site is usbets.com. That's usbets.com. Written by the leading experts in the gambling industry, all you'll need is one visit to usbets.com, and you'll see why it's the number one gambling magazine in the USA. With usbets.com, you'll get up-to-date information on not just the sports betting scene, but also the latest news and notes on the entire gaming industry all across the country. It's not just one state, it's all of them, in one spot. Stay in the loop and stay on top of your game. Get the latest news on sports betting and gambling from the country's number one gambling magazine. Get on over to usbets.com. That's usbets.com. You're listening to House of Cards. 
Your Majesty, the royal wrestlers await. I'll bet on the little guy. How much? 3,000 guineas, two geese and a duck. That's a foul bet. Welcome back to House of Cards, Dave Weishado with you. You probably remember our next guest because he's been on our show several times before in his role with the World Series of Poker. But now Seth Polanski has a new job at an incredible new organization called Conscious Gaming, which is doing very important things in the gambling world. We're going to hear all about Conscious Gaming because on the line we have the Vice President of Corporate Social Responsibility, Seth Polanski, to tell us all about it. Seth, thanks for coming on. Hey, my pleasure. Good to be with you, Dave. Was that was that the Three Stooges I heard in the it, intro? It was the Three Stooges. We uh, they've done surprisingly a lot of betting material. Believe it or not, <laughs> I miss those guys. Oh, they're great. They're great. But uh, it, you know what? And we missed you on this show. It's been a couple of years since you've been on, haven't you? Yeah, it's been a while, but it's great to be back with you. Oh, absolutely. And, uh, you know, as, as I said, you spent a lot of years at the WSOP before making the change to Conscious Gaming. What did you see in Conscious Gaming that made you want to be a part of it? Well, it was just a great opportunity to meld sort of all my prior experiences in the gaming industry and the sports industry. It was at the NFL before I was at the World Series of Poker. And Conscious Gaming is trying to sort of unite all these industries around responsible gaming and integrity issues. So uh, I jumped at the chance to join a nonprofit for the first time in my career and, and help do um, some positive things uh, on behalf of all the industries I've worked in and, and love. For those who aren't familiar with conscious gaming, what is it and what is its mission in the gambling world? Sure. Well, it's simply it's a philanthropic organization committed to using technology to propel social responsibility initiatives. So that's uh, a lot of words to say <laughs> that uh, technology can be a great equalizer and the folks behind GeoComply who supply all the geolocation services to the internet gaming industry in the US, that is helping um, identify where a user is located to make sure they're inside the state borders. Uh, of the ent of the state they're gambling in. Um, so that company, GeoComply, started Conscious Gaming as a way to give back and a way to make sure that um, we're looking forward as iGaming expands across the U.S. Um, to make sure we're taking care of people who get in trouble gambling. And uh, it can be an addiction, and it's something that uh, it's important that uh, it's only done for entertainment purposes. You mentioned it. Tell us about the technology that Conscious Gaming is implementing. I mean, from your website, ConsciousGaming.org, it sounds incredibly fascinating what the organization is doing. Yes, we're actually we're working in, in, in several different industries as well. We're working in human trafficking and areas wow. um, to, to stop, try to stop people there. But basically, technology can be an equalizer. And, and what the U.S. Um, industry is set up for gaming is that it's state-run, right? Every state sure. has their own rules of the road, and that makes it difficult for operators because they have to conform to different rules uh, based on the state they're operating in. So you get a patchwork of rules across the U.S., and operators working in multiple states are now um, forced to kind of come up with different processes and policies to stay in bounds 
um, based on, on the different states. So we're using technology to sort of break down those state barriers and allow for these operators in the industry to protect consumers nationwide instead of just in the state they're in. Now, one of the first initiatives, which is very interesting for conscious gaming, is something called Play Pause. What is that? Sure. Play Pause is our first um, tool. It's a technology tool. And um, self-exclusion is something the industry is familiar with. It gives a consumer the opportunity to opt out of gambling, whether it be for a cooling off period or, you know, say someone makes a New Year's resolution and says, I want to stop gambling for six months to start 2021. Mm-hmm. They can go to a state regulator or an operator and exclude themselves from gambling. So Play Pause is attempting to take those folks, voluntary self-excluded players, and put them in a, a database with involuntary persons, which could be like coaches and referees and players from sports leagues and gaming operator employees who shouldn't be betting on gambling based on those company policies. So anyone who needs to be blocked from betting goes inside play pause and we offer technology that allows the operators to block betting from those persons. Now I know living here in New Jersey, you know, when you go online and go onto a online slot or table games, you know, the sites have time limits or betting limits for online casinos. Tell us how play pause is different from those programs that limit the ability for people to place bets. Sure. Well, New Jersey is a great example. And one of the use cases we've studied um, to make this technology possible, because actually 25% of the people betting on New Jersey, I gaming sites are residents of New York. Yeah. So play pause solves this issue where those folks can, um, self-exclude from gambling in New Jersey, but they could still walk into a New York casino and gamble because they're not on any New York list. They've, they've self-excluded from New Jersey. And that's where the problem of borders becomes a problem for consumers. They cross state lines, they visit different places, and we needed to carry these protections to anywhere the consumer is. So um, cooling off periods and time limits, these all go as responsible gaming tools. Self-exclusion is just one piece of a broader um, protection scheme that's necessary to pr- protect consumers. It may start where you put in time limits or cooling off periods, and then you realize you need to do more, that it's still not um, helping you enough. Or you may go the other way and say, that's great. I can now manage my gambling in an entertainment fashion by uh, inputting time or betting limit. Okay, hold that thought. We're going to take a quick break. See you on the other side. Is your bathroom looking old and worn out? Want to update it, but you don't know where to start? Then let BCI Bath & Shower show you how to turn that old bath into an aisle of beauty and functionality. Our residential bathroom solutions provide the best value on the market, and our customer service is second to none. Our cost-effective BCI Bath & Shower family of products has what you need. 
Remodeling our bathroom was a big decision for us. They didn't make a mess out of our house at all. And at the end of the day, we had a beautiful new bathroom. And it was a great experience the whole way through. We have the best monthly payment programs in the industry with payments as low as $68 per month or no interest, no payments for 18 months. That's right. Get the bathroom of your dreams now and pay for it in 2021. Call 1-800-462-5722 for a free no-obligation price quote. That's 1-800-462-5722. When you want quality bathroom products at a great price, it's got to be BCI Bath & Shower. That's 1-800-462-5722. You're listening to House of Cards. Check out our website at houseofcardsradio.com. Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishato with you. House of Cards is brought to you by Drizzly, your online liquor store. Available in over 95 cities across North America, Drizzly offers a huge selection and competitive pricing with a side of personalized content. Now there's no need to leave the house. Get alcohol delivered in less than an hour by Drizzly. Head on over to drizzly.com and order today. And now get $5 off your first order of $20 or more when using promo code DRINK19 at checkout. Shop beer, wine, and liquor with drizzly.com. For those of you just joining us, I am talking with Seth Polanski from Conscious Gaming. You know, one of the interesting things I read about PlayPause is that it allows the user to customize the limits that can be set uh, that you alluded to. Uh, tell us something about that, and why is that an important aspect of PlayPause? Yes, uh, thank you, Dave. That's a good point. So it, it is completely up to the user to decide how they, they want to do it, right? When you have an addiction or when you're not sure whether you have an addiction, you need to test the boundaries and, and understand for yourself what you can control and what you can't. And when you realize you can't control something, obviously you need to stop or prevent yourself from doing it if you can. So giving the user more power, the consumer more power in this case, is very important. Uh, because ultimately, it's a decision the individual has to make for themselves. So our technology is very customizable and allows um, for all these different things. For example, for the sports leagues, we're trying to get their databases inside Play Pause, and um, maybe the NBA just wants to bo- block their players from betting on basketball but it's okay if their players want to bet on baseball, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So we need to customize this software to allow um, unique cases like that. And it can be done for a consumer. It can be done for a gaming operator, a regulator, or a sports league, anyone who's putting um, user information inside of PlayPause. Now, if if I'm a consumer and I want to utilize PlayPause, where would I go to sign up or register for PlayPause? Well, the goal, we're trying to get this launched now and get everyone to accept it, and it does require technical integration on our part with uh, an operator, a state regulator, or sports league. So the Pennsylvania Gaming Control Board has come uh, on board first with us, and that means if you are in the state of Pennsylvania – you can go to the state regulator website, and if you're intending to self-exclude in any manner, you'd go through their process, and you could just opt in to play pause as part of it. 
um, telling Pennsylvania that you want to extend your protections anywhere that play pause is. So um, we hope to get uh, as many of the industry stakeholders on board by September. We're just completing um, all the technology we need to do this. Still some of it's being developed and should be ready in March, actually. And then we'll start our technical integrations. Bet MGM and Entain have come aboard and we're talking to the industry now to get them signed in. You, you, you touched upon it. I mean, I, I was thinking, wow, this seems like a huge amount of information that has to be organized. I mean, how much does Conscious Gaming work with the casinos or the state regulators in order to effectively process all this data? I mean, how closely do you work with regulators in the state? Yeah, Dave, this is one in, important thing. We work very closely with all of them. We need all of their support. And this is where everyone's used to managing things on the state level. And we're trying to be that connective tissue to make this nationwide. And um, it's important to understand that each stakeholder, so if that's a state regulator who does self-exclusion or the gaming operators that operate in those states, they keep control of their database. And our technology de-identifies the user before it puts it into the play pause repository. What that means is we solve all these data privacy issues and the issues where gaming operators don't want to share customer lists with each other for competitive reasons. There are a whole bunch of issues like that that are understandable. Every industry faces the same thing, uh, protecting their customer data. But we've done is we've created a unique player identifier for each individual. So we'll never know who the person is who has chosen to self-exclude, or in the case of a sports league player, who that player is that the league wants to stop from betting, we just get a token um, into our repository. And if someone goes to place a bet with any gaming operator that's using PlayPause, that bet is automatically blocked. So the beauty of it is keep the database with the database holders, and that could be a gaming operator could be a state regulator or it could be a sports league, right? They keep yeah. all that information and they just share this token with us. It protects everyone, uh, conforms to data privacy laws, conforms to state regulations around gambling. And it's a nice, um, elegant solution using technology. You know, you predicted my next question because I was going to ask about data security because that is such a hot topic now. When someone signs up for something, you know, they want to make sure that their information that they give you is protected. And it seems like that's a priority for conscious gaming. It absolutely is. Data privacy is really important. It's at the center of this. It was created this way. And this is actually why the U.S. can do this right because they are getting information at registration um, that can really identify the user. You need to know your customer in the United States based on the, the laws that are there. And that does um, matter greatly. Where you studied the UK and their signups were much looser and they couldn't effectively put in responsible gaming tools that were effective because they, they didn't really know who each person was. Well, PlayPods is going to 100% know who that individual is, and then we're just going to de-identify him, right? Which really means yeah, yeah. We, we know because we're going to create a unique number for him, but we're never going to know who or 
he or she is in actuality, we're just going to use that token to block the betting. So this really solves a lot of the issues why this hasn't been addressed previously because the, in, the industry is united on this. We've talked to everyone um, that we can, and they're very supportive and agree something like this needs to exist. There just hasn't been a way to do it previously. You know, that was one of my next questions. I, I, it's such an important aspect of the gambling industry. I was curious, what were the reactions of people who work in the gambling industry? Because the people I've talked to, they say, you know, responsible gambling is so important to the health of this industry. What has been the response of the gambling industry to play pause? Well, uh, it's a very good question it's important because we need their support to make this happen because if you think about it for a consumer they can say they want to self-exclude but if you're in new jersey and you can cross into pennsylvania and easily gamble on their sites mm -hmm. is it really helping that consumer right yeah the the industry everyone or if you can exclude on DraftKings, but it's not recognized on BetMGM then you're not doing anything really for the user, right? So yeah, yeah. Um, everyone understands and agrees. Uh, we're very, um, I'm, uh, what's the word? I'm very bullish and positive in the conversations I've had that everyone gets it and knows this is something that needs to be done. The really only hurdle, Dave, is the technical integration piece. It's not a difficult technical integration, but it does require, excuse me, require time to get done. And when new states are launching, like recently happened in Michigan and Virginia, and they have a whole host of technical requirements to go with them, you can see how this isn't the priority when there's, you know, needs to make sure they launch on time in other states and things like that. Now, I know Play Pause went live in Pennsylvania. Tell us how that's going and how the process is uh, working out. Going very smooth. We're getting um, registrants uh, weekly into Play Pause from those that are taking a break, um, pausing their play in Pennsylvania. We've had no issue at all with the technology working as it's intended to. Um, and it, it seems very clear and understandable to a user. And we're seeing very good adoption um, for those that want to take a break. Now, my, my next steps really are to get play pause um, commitments from the sports leagues and from more of the gaming operators and more of the state regulators so we can really tie this all together. And we're, we're far down the road with several of each group uh, discussions, so hopefully we'll have announcements uh, in the near future related to that. At the end of the day, we're only going to feel good about this when we get 100% adoption because that's the only way to make sure the consumer is truly protected like they need to be. Okay, hold that thought. We're going to take a quick break. See you on the other side.
Free stuff is awesome, but free stuff that will spice up your bedroom is even better. Just go to adamandeve.com and select almost any one item for 50% off, and then we'll load on the free stuff. Just enter this very exclusive code, BABE16, at checkout, and you'll get 10 tantalizing free gifts, including a sexy item for him, a special toy for her, and a third item you'll both enjoy, and six extra special bonus items that are sure to rev your engine, pique your curiosity, and even blow you away. Plus... Free shipping! Always sent in discreet packaging. Go to adamandeve.com now. Get 50% off plus the 10 free gifts when you enter the exclusive offer code BABE16. That's BABE16. Because without it, no free stuff. That's BABE16 at adamandeve.com. The weather is turning colder, but the action is just starting to heat up on the tables at Party Poker in New Jersey. Sign up with code EXIT7A and take advantage of Party Poker's new sign-up offer of $25 free, plus a first deposit match up to $600 and start playing poker online today. Daily tournaments, cash games, sit-and-goes. The Party Poker U.S. Network offers players an opportunity to participate in their favorite poker tournaments online every day, all day. And don't forget about their Sunday tournament featuring $35,000 in guaranteed prize money. So head on over to nj.partypoker.com and sign up today with our promo code EXIT7A. New customers get $25 free when registering, plus you also get a first deposit match up to $600. That's code EXIT7A to get your $25 free when registering and your first deposit match up to $600. The cards are in the air at partypoker.com in New Jersey. Must be 21 and over and located in New Jersey. New patrons only. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, this is Dave Shadow from House of Cards with your House of Cards gaming report for the week of March 1st, 2021. The iGaming industries in both New Jersey and Pennsylvania reported record numbers for the month of January. Online gaming in the Garden State grew over 88% to over $103 million, while Pennsylvania's iGaming operators generated over $80 million in revenue. This marks the first time New Jersey has reached $100 million for iGaming in a single month. Void Gaming announced the rollout of its digital wallet. VoidPay, created in conjunction with Aristocrat Technologies, is a cashless system that can be linked to the loyalty cards of Void's customers and also used to play or cash out on slot machines. The system is being tested in a couple of Void's properties with a full rollout expected this summer. And finally, there was a huge win at the Tropicana Casino in Atlantic City. Frank Nagy, who is a regular at the Trop, placed a $5 bet in a progressive poker game, which turned into a huge jackpot. Frank ended up winning $1.1 million, the largest progressive poker jackpot in the history of Caesars Entertainment. In a nice move, Frank tipped his dealers $50,000. Congratulations, Frank. Have any news or tips regarding casinos, gaming, or legislation? Send us an email at newsroom at houseofcardsradio.com and follow us on Twitter at HOC Radio. You're listening to House of Cards. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? (laughs) 
Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishaddle with you. House of Cards is brought to you by Drizzly, your online liquor store. Available in over 95 cities across North America, Drizzly offers a huge selection and competitive pricing with a side of personalized content. Now there's no need to leave the house. Get alcohol delivered in less than an hour by Drizzly. Head on over to drizzly.com and order today. And now get $5 off your first order of $20 or more when using promo code DRINK19 at checkout. Shop beer, wine, and liquor with drizzly.com. For those of you just joining us, I am talking with Seth Polanski from Conscious Gaming. Are there certain states that you're looking at next for play pause? I mean, like I said, you're in Pennsylvania. I guess the next logical thing would New Jersey. It's right next to it or New York or or where do you think play pause could be found next? Yeah, that's a good question. We are focused on the iGaming um, approved states first. So Internet gaming, this is where we're going to start with this tool because of the know your customer requirements to open up an online account. Our solution works great for that. What's not perfect is the land-based environment, right? Because people can still go in there and gamble without showing ID and without verifying who they are. You have to do it, obviously, when you win a jackpot or interact with a cashier or things like that. In a lot of places in Vegas, you can go into a sports book and make a wager at the – at the window there without showing any ID. So we're going to focus on iGaming states first and get all those folks integrated. And we're talking uh, in the land-based environment with folks that do like cashless gaming and digital wallets and things like that to integrate there where your customer is known as well. So um, ultimately, though, we're not going to stop until we're, we're everywhere that there's gaming in the U.S., you know, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned iGaming. I mean, during the pandemic, we have seen a rise in online gambling, especially in my home state of New Jersey. I mean, most of the time you're stuck at home, you feel anxious, and a slot machine or a table game is as close as your cell phone. How important is it for the gambling industry to address the issues of problem gambling, especially now? It's critical, and it's critical that it happens soon because you just have to study other markets like the U.K. or Australia or anywhere else across Europe who's a decade or so ahead of the U.S. in terms of legalizing this and making it available, and the problems do come, okay? It's just facts that a small percentage of people partaking in this activity can't control it, and we have to be there as an industry for those folks and have the tools in place to make sure that consumers are protected. So the sooner everyone gets on board, the sooner we can effectively Um, solve this issue and make sure we stay ahead of it because everyone wants the industry to prosper long term states want the tax revenue Um, consumers want to participate in it operators obviously want to expand their offerings as far as they can but what you see in the united kingdom right now is a huge review of the gambling laws there because they've had a lot of problems Mm -hmm. Um, on the responsible gaming side of things because they didn't put the proper tools in place. So there's a great chance for the United States because of their robust know-your-customer rules in effect when you sign up for an account online that we can effectively use technology to mitigate these problems. 
You know, I, I knew you were coming on. So yesterday I wanted to try a little experiment. I, I knew I was seeing a lot of commercials for uh, gambling here in New Jersey. So I wanted to write down all the television commercials I saw yesterday about online gambling in my state. And and here's the list I saw on television commercials. FanDuel, DraftKings, Sugar House, BetMGM, WinBet, Bet365, Betfair, PointsBet, Borgata, Unibet, Golden Nugget, and Party Poker. And now to borrow a term from your business, I mean, I've never been more conscious of the amount of marketing the gambling business does and is doing in my in New Jersey. How challenging is it for conscious gaming to get the word out about an important initiatives like play pause when there's marketing like this by the gaming industry? Yeah, well, it's 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 fascinating to hear that, Dave, because, I, yes, I you know, I mean, it, it's such the early stages of this business that uh, from a business perspective, you understand their need to try to uh, get market share. But this is part of responsible gaming, too, advertising, what the rules of the road should be around that, how much, um, where they're advertising, make sure it's focused on adults, like all these things, there's um, rules um, that are in place and others that need to be identified and fixed. For example, there's a big review in Europe um, and they've started to stop um, advertising on jerseys in some of the countries across Europe because they found that, you know, you can't buy a kid a, a, t a jersey anymore there without it being a, a gambling logo on it, for example. So um, Conscious Gaming has a work, it, it's work cut out to get and break through some of this clutter. We're actually gonna start an advertising campaign in the coming weeks regarding illegal gambling websites and helping consumers identify uh, the difference between illegal and legal sites because there's no way to protect a consumer on an illegal website um, because they don't have responsible gaming measures at all. So um, we know as part of our efforts um, to help consumers, that's a piece we got to take on. So we'll get there. We appreciate folks like you, Dave, taking the time to learn and understand it and share with your audience. But we're confident that the first step is get the in industry united. And uh, I'm sure we'll have a, a bright future going forward. You know, with more and more states expanding their gambling legislation, I mean, they're either building new casinos, allowing sports betting or online gambling. How critical is it for states to start off with important initiatives like play pause to put in place right from the start? I mean, Michigan just started online gambling and online sports betting a couple of weeks ago. Virginia just started online sports betting. Illinois just introduced legislation for online casinos. How critical is it for the gambling industry in those states new to gambling to address those issues of problem gambling right from the start of their gambling market it's critical it's critical that responsible gaming is talked about that there's funding aside for addiction and to help people and um, that if they're going to pass laws and bring this to their state that they have to look at this in totality and um, I, I should applaud the states because they're very cognizant of this they are doing they, their part they are putting rules in place um, in regards to responsible gaming and uh, I, I wish we started a little earlier because maybe we could have got um, um, ourselves intertwined with these states that just launched before they launched with play pause. But we're seeing um, good conversations with those states. And that's one of my mandates is to get in front of any new states 
that are considering this legislation to make sure they understand what PlayPause is and how it can help them in their efforts on responsible gaming. What can we expect from Conscious Gaming in the future? What are your plans for the coming year? I think you're going to find us um, using technology wherever we can to help consumers. That's ultimately our mandate. We're starting in the gaming industry because that's something we know well with our founders of GeoComply who have been in this business uh, from the start and who are broadly used across the industry. And we'll look to take our technology. Um, we're, we're a cybersecurity firm, the parent company at its core, and they're doing a lot of things to, to make sure the Internet can be a safe place for anyone using it um, for business purposes. So um, we're going to start with this, and I hope you'll see a lot of announcements with all the key players in the industry coming on board. And then the network effect will take over, and those that aren't, uh, we'll see the need to get on board quickly. So if you ask me what a year or two from now looks like, it's uh, broadly broadly adopted play pause uh, in iGaming working successfully and us beginning to tackle other areas like you allude to, whether it be advertising or the illegal market or other responsible gaming tools that the industry should come together on. Because this is an area the industry is united on. While they may be competing for customers, and that's why you see all those commercials. When it comes to responsible gaming, we're all on the same side. Seth, we're running out of time, but can you give out your website for Conscious Gaming and any social media address so people can keep up to date with all the great work being done by Conscious Gaming? Sure. Yes, you can go to ConsciousGaming.org, ConsciousGaming.org to learn more about us. And you can link there to what PlayPause is and what it's doing. And we're Conscious G-A-M, Conscious Gam on Twitter, and we'll keep you updated with what we're up to there. And for those of you in New Jersey and Pennsylvania, maybe you'll be seeing more of us as we uh, launch the Better Safe campaign, better, B-E-T-T-O-R, safe.org. We'll have more information on what we're doing there. Seth Polanski from Conscious Gaming, thank you so much for coming on and telling us about Conscious Gaming and the incredible work you're doing with the gambling industry, especially with Play Pause. Please come back on and keep us updated with the great work Conscious Gaming is doing. My pleasure, Dave. Thank you very much. Thank you. Stick around. We'll be right back with more House of Cards. You know, ever since the U.S. Supreme Court handed down its decision lifting the national ban on sports betting, the gambling landscape of the country is changing on a daily basis. So how do you keep up with all the latest news and developments? How do you know what each state is doing? You go to the one site that has all the information you need to stay ahead of the game, and that site is usbets.com. That's usbets.com. Written by the leading experts in the gambling industry, all you'll need is one visit to usbets.com, and you'll see why it's the number one gambling magazine in the USA. With usbets.com, you'll get up-to-date information on not just the sports betting scene, but also the latest news and notes on the entire gaming industry all across the country. It's not just one state, it's all of them, in one spot. Stay in the loop and stay on top of your game. Get the latest news on sports betting and gambling from the country's number one gambling magazine. Get on over to usbets.com. That's usbets.com.
You're listening to House of Cards. The answer is probably uh, we're finished. What, we're what, given, what are the we're given odds? Very, One in a hundred? What, what? Uh, I don't do odds. We would. I gave very detailed. You sir. House of Cards, Dave Weishado with you. You know, sports betting has become popular in the U.S., and people want to know what's going on in the sports books across this country. So back by popular demand, executive producer Doug Weishado is back with the book report to tell us what's going on in the sports books across the country. Doug, what do you got? All right. In this week's book report, we've got a national handle record to talk about, state records to talk about both revenue and handle, uh, and it's also a lot of deals and legislation to talk about as well. Let's start with this national handle record. This is for December. Yeah, so uh, this doesn't even, uh, you know, January and February's numbers don't even compute into this one, right? No, no. This is rounding out 2020. This has nothing to do with the Super Bowl or any bets made in January or February. Well, you know what? There may be some Super Bowl bets made in it. Well, yeah, future bets, I guess. Yeah, but uh, $3.77 billion wagered in December of 2020. End of the year, five consecutive months of setting handle records for the nation. This was up 8.85% over the record set in November. So handle records are keep going up and up. I think that's more of a factor of more markets coming online and as well as some of the other states drop their uh, in-person registration requirements. We're seeing a lot more mobile going on because of the pandemic. So uh, and, and there's going to be more national records set because this doesn't take into account Michigan. Four states accounted for almost 70% of the overall handle record. New Jersey, Nevada, Pennsylvania, and Illinois brought in $2.62 billion themselves. Well, that makes sense. I think they're the most populous states that have sports betting. Well, eight states recorded handles of at least $100 million in December. We, we just talked about New Jersey, Nevada, Pennsylvania, and Illinois. The other four, Tennessee, brand new market, already went over $100 million in handle. And only online, right? Right. Iowa, Indiana, and Colorado. Colorado is becoming a powerhouse. Sure, sure. Um, I'm, I'm very curious to see uh, where everything goes with Indiana and Iowa as they move along with everything uh, in those states as well. But everyone's calling New Jersey, Nevada, Pennsylvania, and, and Illinois the Big Four right now. They're actually calling it the Big Four. They're referring to it okay, as the, the Big, big Four. four. Right. But you know what? I, I've never I think, heard that term before, but, you know, the big four. I had this feeling by maybe mid-year of 2021, the big four may be the big five with Colorado there. I just see Colorado growing and growing and growing. And I'm curious to see where Virginia fits into all this once they get launched. Two states recorded handled declines. Only two of the uh, 18 jurisdictions that have legalized sports betting, Michigan and Rhode Island. Both of them had most of their casinos closed. Michigan has some of the uh, in-person registration stuff. Rhode Island just dropped it, but they closed a lot of the casinos. So a lot of things were kind of screwy with uh, the uh, handles in both those states. Well, Michigan should really bounce back this year because, you know, recently they started online sports betting. So the number for Michigan is really going to change. Yep. Uh, revenue went down in December, though. It went down almost 13% to $263.4 million. Average uh, hold or win rate, however you want to phrase it, 6.93% in December. And let's see, 
New Jersey was one of five states to report an increase in revenue. They had over a 30% increase in their revenue. The other four states, we don't talk about some of these too often, Arkansas, Montana, Tennessee, and West Virginia. Hmm. all had revenue increases along with New Jersey. You know, you're right. We don't talk a lot about Arkansas or Montana. No, Arkansas has a good, robust sports betting. You should bring those up more often. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, Arkansas doesn't have mobile yet, so it's another one of those states that doesn't have mobile. Montana, I never think of sports betting, but they do. Yeah, they've had had good – they actually just incorporated uh, Simple Bet, the micro-market stuff, into their Montana sports uh, betting uh, stuff. So – yeah, those. That's the national handle record. It's going to keep doing it. I think we're going to see another one, probably in January once Illinois reports their numbers. Oh, sure, because sure, we got some numbers talking about for January for some other states too. But got to report one last thing with the Super Bowl. Tennessee reported their numbers. Wow. Okay. Uh, right. Across four books, fifteen million dollar handle, twelve point seven million paid out to the better, sixteen percent hold. So not a bad. Uh, not a bad uh, market for the Super Bowl for Tennessee. They did not have a lot of the prop bets. Yeah, I, I guess it's up to the individual states to go with the different prop bets, yeah. or they have to choose and uh, figure out which prop bets they want to make available to their customers. Well, that's uh, that's the last Super Bowl numbers I have. For I haven't seen anybody else. I think we covered all of them in previous episodes since the Super Bowl. It'll probably be a state that releases something. Probably Arkansas or something, you know, something we don't talk about too often. Uh, Going into January numbers, we have New Jersey setting a revenue record. Pennsylvania also set a revenue record. So let's talk New Jersey first. Sports betting handle of $958.7 million. That is just short of the record handle they set in December of six hundred. dollars Nine hundred and I think it was nine hundred ninety-six million or something. They were almost at, they almost hit a billion, but they went down about maybe four uh, percent from December for their handle. Revenue was eighty-two point six four million. That's a record revenue for the state. Online betting accounted for ninety-two and a half percent of the handle. Hmm. That's a high number again. Yeah. Um, basketball thirty-three percent of all the wagers. Football came in at twenty-one percent. The Meadowlands was the leading uh, sportsbook operator, license, licensee okay. for the state. They came in with 56% of all New Jersey sports betting revenue. I, you know, Meadowlands is a fun place to visit. I mean, you, you, for a guy from New Jersey, it's the one time you see most the, the room f- full of mostly people from New York. Because, you know, you walk out of the building and the New York skyline is right there. You feel like you're in New York. And I, and I think it's really only two sports books there, FanDuel and PointsBet. Yeah, yeah. So um, Great location. Yeah. That, uh, that, the best location. In uh, second place. I was surprised at the second place. Resorts Digital came in second. Um, DraftKings uh, operates with them. FoxBet is also part of their license. They were second with 19% of the revenue. So I was a distant second from what the Meadowlands did in uh, January here, revenue-wise. Sure. Moving over to Pennsylvania, they also did a, rev- a revenue record of $49.305 million, growing about 56 57% from last year at this time. So January 2020, they're 56% more January 2021. Uh, let's see. The previous record, they went, they passed the previous record, which was set in October of 2020, by 3%. So they, they are setting records again. The hold was 
And let's see. The handle was also a record. 615.295 million. First time they've ever passed a half billion mark in Pennsylvania. Wow, congratulations, Pennsylvania. Vandal was the leader. They had uh, more than a third of the sports betting handle. So uh, Pennsylvania is another growing market. Absolutely. Uh, Illinois released their numbers for December. They are they are always at least a month behind everybody else <laughs> with reporting. A month behind. Four hundred ninety-one point two million, which was a state record for handle. They uh, had a revenue of twenty-eight point four million. They paid out in taxes three point five eight million, hold of almost six percent. Okay. Moving over to Michigan, that just recently launched online sports betting. They had an online sports betting handle of one hundred and fifteen million, just a little over one hundred fifteen million for their first ten days in operation. Yeah, that was the big story. They had a great first ten days, and a revenue of thirteen point three 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 million. Now that was all pre credit. That's the gross gaming revenue from the sports betting handle they had a uh, negative um net revenue it was like minus five million apparently a lot of smart betters it, well it's also a lot of promos yeah i guess so yeah i mean you were the, the when the sports books launch now the first thing they do is give out free bets oh yeah promos 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 yeah exactly I, that, that goes for um you know for online casinos too i mean they uh there, there's a whole lot of stuff here in new jersey that uh Online casinos, you can win free spins. You know, I've gotten free uh, tickets to uh, poker tournaments and things like that. So a lot of promos for yeah. online. Well, you can't launch without giving people something. Sure, sure. I mean, I've, I've won, like I said, I've won tickets to poker tournaments. I've won free spins. I mean, the, the promos are great right now. Well, moving over to the legislative side of sports betting, a couple of things to make note of. Hawaii, most of the bills are dead. Well, don't they have like five years or something like that to determine if they want any kind of gambling in their uh, that, state? That is the only bill that's alive okay. right now is yeah. to create the study that would be, uh, you know, uh, reported on 2025 before anything. The other bills that they had introduced, um, they're dead. They're gone. Okay. Uh, Vermont has introduced a bill. Vermont. Wow. They have introduced a bill to legalize mobile and lottery-based sports betting under the Department of Liquor and Lottery uh, Division of the state government. You know, look, it'd be a good move for Vermont because their neighboring state, New Hampshire, has online and, uh, and they have sports betting online and retail. Yep. So, you know, uh, if Vermont wants to get with it, I, I still can't believe Massachusetts isn't doing anything. Massachusetts has betting. its own problems. That's just absolutely ridiculous. But, uh, but you know, it'd be a great move for Vermont. Six mobile sports betting operating license. So it'd be all mobile, and then you have go the lottery up, retailers. Some, go do some skiing in Vermont, nighttime, place some bets yep. somewhere. That's, that's a good vacation. I wonder how much a Vermont sports betting market would take away from the New Hampshire betting market. That would be an interesting... I don't know how many people... Tra I know a lot of people in Massachusetts travel to New Hampshire to place their bets. So I, I would guess, you know, right now a lot of people in Vermont or in, and in Maine travel to New Hampshire to place their bets. I mean, I mean, Vermont's would be a good move to uh, start sports banking. It'd increase a lot of money into two, the uh, state coffers. Two other quick bills. Tennessee has introduced a bill to uh, prevent online gambling operators to offer payday loans. That is specifically aimed at that one sports book down there, Action 24-7, which has finance 24-7 or whatever the the loan operator is under that overall umbrella of 24-7. Okay. They want to stop that and All not right. allow anybody else doing that. 
And Maryland had introduced a bill to offer a sports betting license to a Major League Baseball-affiliated minor league baseball team in Washington County, specifically for that team. That's interesting. They want to keep keep the team. Well, I guess if it's a move to keep the team, I guess they got to try everything. Because one other area in Maryland, Hagerstown, lost their Washington Nationals-affiliated minor league team. So they want to keep a minor league team there by giving them a sports betting license. You know, here in New Jersey, we lost our minor league team. They're I, back. They're back. See, see uh, the Trenton Thunder, they used to be affiliated with the Yankees, and I guess the Yankees ended that contract. And I, what's what's going well, on? Well, actually, they didn't, even they, didn't even, they didn't end the contract. Minor league baseball, M-I-L-B, was disbanded All right. because of COVID. Now, what's happened is a new league has been formed that is including a lot of these other minor league teams, and they're actually back in operation again. Great. All right. Good. I I love going and watching the Trenton Thunder. Are they yeah. still going to be called Trenton Thunder? They are still the Trenton Thunder. Right. I don't know if they're going to be associated with any major league team yet. I know the uh, okay I'll the go. other North Jersey team, New Jersey Jackals, is associated with somebody now, uh, even though they're they're an independent. Well, there, there's they're also, an independent league. There's also the Somerset Patriots in New Jersey. Yep. Here. So uh, I'm not sure who they're affiliated with. I think uh, they might be the Yankees. There, for all there's I also know. a uh, Spring League team too. I is think. there? I don't. Yeah, boy, the Blue Claws. Lakewood. Lakewood Blue Claws. That's what it is. Yeah, are. that's the yeah. Phillies. Yeah. Well, not now. Not, well, not, not not now, but it used to be the Phillies. And last but not least, uh, for uh, the deals segment here, a um, whole bunch of different deals happened. Uh, let's just hit a couple of them. Bally's constantly in the news now. Uh, they did a multi-year partnership with the NHL. Uh, Bally's is now the official sports betting partner of the league. They're going to be able to use the logos and data from the league and their sports betting operations, but also they're going to be working with the league. Bally's is going to be working with the NHL to create content that's going to air during the broadcast of the NHL on the regional sports networks that Bally's just bought. Great. Um, The New Jersey Devils have a deal in place with Chalkline and PlayUp USA. That's a free-to-play game through the New Jersey Devils app. Uh, basic stuff. It's uh, free-to-play trivia, you know, questions, little odds betting, that sort of stuff. Is it but predictive it, kind of game? It's a predictive game. That's, okay. the, that's the phrasing I was yeah, looking for. That's predictive. And BetMGM has announced a partnership with Topgolf. They'll, they're going to be working together. Wherever there's a Topgolf, you're going to see a BetMGM, whether it's a sports betting app or an online casino app. Wherever it's legal, you're going to see BetMGM branding everywhere. They're, they have this partnership where they're going to be doing everything for Top Golf, and um, as BetMGM expands throughout individual markets, you're going to start seeing more and more BetMGM stuff branded, not only in the stores, in the in the uh, restaurants or the venues or whatever you want to call them, but also in the I want to get this right, the uh, online golf game WGT. By Top Golf, I did not even know they had an online golf game. They I have, check it out. I love an Top Golf. They I have an incredible online out. game because uh, I've actually taken a look at it. It's very realistic, and you're going to see a lot of BetMGM signage inside the game. Great, oh, yeah, I, I love Top Golf, and I'm going to check out that game. That's it for uh, this week's uh, book report. Well, that'll do it for us this week. I'll see you next time on House of Cards.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.